back on Tiger Talk on this Wednesday night. Our first segment of the night is always talking about Lady Tiger basketball. We'll do so with the head coach Brent Bartlett as the Lady Tigers continue to roll right along. Now sitting at after last night's win at Senecas in the 11 and 1 on the year, perfect 4 and 0 in conference play in the Big A West Division. They play only one game though in the last week because they didn't have to play the last half of last week and just the one game last night at Seneca. But that certainly is going to change. They got a loaded schedule coming up over the next week, which of course we'll also be covering with head coach Brent Bartlett. I'm Mike Harbit. Welcome back again later on. Tiger head coach Sean Gray and wrestling coach David Ox also on the program tonight as well. So uh, Brent kind of a light schedule over the last week, but uh, certainly not void of news. And uh, for those who didn't catch uh, maybe the Seneca game last night, and uh, don't mean to have to start off with this, but we, uh, I'm sure a lot of people certainly saw the injury to Tegan Charles uh, when on your last home date uh, against uh, uh, Lamar. And so they want to probably want to get everybody up to date for those who may not have heard the pregame show last night down at Seneca and uh, kind of get everybody updated. Fortunately, the news was not good. So just tell us what happened there. Well, we found out that she did tear her ACL. Um, and we'll be having surgery this Friday to repair uh, the ACL. Could be possibly some other um, possible damage in her knee, and uh, they're going to check that out. Um, uh, you know, they had an MRI, but um, anyway, he, he, the doctor's going to look at that and, but, and see if anything else needs repair. But we're glad that she's going to get it repaired, glad it's going to be done this soon. And, um, you know, it's usually about a six-month uh, rehab, and uh, she'll – She'll bounce back. Uh, the sad news is uh, we don't have her the rest of the season with our team. Uh, we'll have her with spirit. We'll have her um, – you can't replace a Tegan Charles. Uh, just um, her heart is and courage and how she hard she plays. It, it just can't replace it. But you got to have some people try to step up. Uh, her spirit of competitiveness and rebounding can can carry over and influence a, a team being out, and uh, she's going to be right there on the bench um, with us uh, when she can, and, uh, um, and you know just uh, love her like a daughter. And I know our team teammates love her also. And uh, but again, it's 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 always hard news when that happens. Uh, it kind of hit hard home for me hard uh just brought back some memories when when michaela my daughter uh had to go through this and again uh a, a, a positive attitude and uh, a good work ethic she'll get through this yeah she certainly brings a lot to the table has uh since uh, she started playing the varsity level a couple of years ago always seems uh you know i don't know if there's a better way to put it but always seems to get that garbage done down inside uh always plays undersized but uh, has never been deterred and uh, uh gets a lot of buckets just from fighting hard down inside and that's you know, that type of tenacity obviously is difficult to replace. It really is. You know, I think all of her life she's had to basically be a post player and, and, and play undersized. And I think she knew if uh, if she wanted playing time or wanted to play that she she was going to have to try to outwork anybody that uh, that that was inside the lane or that guarded her or that who she guarded. And, um, and, and she's a prime example of – her work ethic and, and getting things done uh, um, by just outworking people. Well, we certainly hope that the surgery goes well. We'll look forward to the update on that uh, after that's been done. Hopefully they are able to do uh, what needs to be done to, to get her back on uh, the recuperating side of things. And uh, always t- always difficult uh, for anybody to have that happen, but certainly in your senior year when uh, you're looking forward to finishing off your high school career, that's uh, that's doubly tough. Yeah, it's, uh, it is tough. Uh, I mean, that, when she was telling her teammates, she said, uh, I wish I could could finish. And, and she was pretty emotional when she was talking to her teammates and um, – 
but again, uh, a positive attitude and um, good friends and and good support uh, around her. She's going to recover. She's going to be fine. And mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I I, and I told her, you know, the, the the best part of her life is still yet to come. Even though this is a, a, a big part right now, but uh, again, we're, I'm awful proud of her and always has been. Well, you have to move on. Obviously, the the season does continue, and uh, you actually had, uh, after that injury occurred, you had time off from game action for a while. So I guess it kind of gave you a chance to kind of assess uh, what you needed to do going forward, and, uh, and and it may still be a work in progress. But now, how do you how do you assess your situation? How do you you can't fill the complete void, but how do you go about trying to do the best you can? Well. We saw a little bit last night. Our starters played more minutes probably than than normal. We've got uh, – uh, I really liked um, uh, Claire Pritchett. She seems like I'm going to get her in the rotation now a little bit more. Uh, a person maybe that can accept the challenge and step up, uh, um, you know, in place of Tegan. Uh, but, again, I um, – it's going to be still a work in progress. It's still going to be a game-by-game thing, but uh, – um, I still liked how we competed and, and, and did a lot of good things against Seneca last night. Let's jump into the Seneca contest after Nevada did have some days off from game competition, got back at it last night, looking to stay perfect in conference play. They were able to get that done with a convincing 71-45 to victory against the Lady Indians last night. Nevada, again, as usual, getting off to a quick start, 22-11. to Again, your pressure defense comes out and uh, gets you some transition buckets. Uh, I don't think you missed a three-pointer in the first in the first half. Uh, I may have hit the first six or seven in a row. Uh, but uh, Allison Bauer comes out, hits two back-to-back, and uh, just really shot the ball well in the first quarter last night. Well, our uh, tenacity on defense was what really jump-started us. But it's all, all – it was also good to see Allison hit her first three shots and had eight points really quickly in the first quarter. And um, uh, I see her getting stronger and her um, her, her bubbly self coming back. Uh, um, but when you're when you've been fighting the health issue, she's been fighting it. That you know that can be um, a little bit depressing. But anyway, it, it was good to see our team make th- ten three pointers as a team. Uh, it's been a while since we do, have done that. It seems like um, our shooting is getting better. Um, but Seneca made eight eight three pointers. I mean, there's 18 three pointers made for the game, so there's a lot of three pointers uh, attempted. And and but uh, if you look at both teams, uh, it, it, a lot of guard oriented um, offenses mm-hmm. and teams. Uh, both the teams were last night. But again, gosh, we competed hard and 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 really did a nice job. I thought of switching up defenses and and. And, again, we didn't always get to the shooters the way I like, but if, if we were going to give up a shot, it was going to be from the outside. And um, um, Claire Pritchett got her first varsity points of her career, um, had four girls in double figures, and that, that's, that's what I'm used to seeing, a, well, a well-balanced uh, scoring team. 45 points in the first half. I had seven of those ten trays in the first half. Good to see Haley Lundin get it going. Uh, she's in the basketball. Really struggled from the three-point line, but uh, she put three in last night, two in the second quarter. Uh, but a 45-point total in the first half, yeah. that's a pretty good night. Yeah, and, Some teams will take that on a single night. Yeah, Paige Dahmer hit five three-pointers. It seems like her shot is looking a lot better, a little more confident. Um, I've always said this, too, and Haley Lundin, uh, she's kind of instant offense force, and, 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 she, and she'll say this, I haven't shot the ball, that she hasn't shot the ball very well um, this season, but I, I, I've told co- our coaches and staff, I've told a lot of people that when she gets hot, it seems like our team gets uh, – um, um, 
scoring more points and, and rolling a little smoother on offense. And it was good to see Haley and, and Paige both uh, shoot the ball well. And uh, Callie was attacking, got a lot of two-point baskets. I believe she had 14 points in the first half and, and uh, did what she needed to do to, to attack the basket. So, again, I liked, uh, I liked a lot of things that I saw. Uh, of course, I could always nitpick and find something that um, – You've got to come to work for a reason. Yeah, I know. But uh, <laughs> any time you put out an effort like that, uh, I'm awful, awful pleased uh, when I go home. You did mention they had eight three-pointers last night. Seneca did. Uh, so I guess the question would be, did you defend the arc like you would like to have? Not at all. Um, I think that you take a little pride sometimes when you're guarding a man – and, uh, you know, they might hit one three-pointer. If they hit their second one, uh, that's where you take a little pride and say, hey, they're going to hit him more. And that's where you've got to uh, uh, get out there sooner. Uh, I know we preach weak side help a lot, getting in the lane when, when you're, um, when you're uh, the weak, weak man and to help on defense. But, again, uh, you have to uh, understand who the shooters are and if you're guarding that person and get out on them. And I, I, we were just a step behind, and they did a good job knocking down some shots also. But they also missed a lot of three-pointers too, Mike. First game, obviously, without Tegan out there helping in the rebounding effort last night. They did pick up some offensive rebounds, got second and third, four chances at times. Uh, rebounding is something you've talked about, and it, can, it looks like it continues to be a work in progress. It is, and we're you know it's probably been three weeks now. We've really emphasized that each and every day at practice. I see, I see some effort that I've that I've been seeing and that we're working on in practice. But you know, it just takes one person to not get their person blocked out to, that could give up an offensive rebound. So uh, we need to do a better job of uh, team rebounding and getting everybody blocked out that we're supposed to be. But again, we're running the floor as well as I've seen us. I like how we're doing that, and that's, uh, in my opinion, when we're at our best. And there, there are teams out there that can certainly keep up with you, but uh, there are not a lot that can, that can match you in speed anyway. Yeah, and that's that's something that um, we have to um, uh, do. Uh, I think we've teams that even have been able to run with this. I, it, you know, it seems like we've also wore them down in the second half, and that's something we want to continue to do and use our depth and use the girls to rotate to stay fresh in the in the fourth quarter. But so we mentioned. I actually already talked about this. I was going to, I was going to mention your rotation, but as you already mentioned, Claire Pritchett is. Going to, it looks like she's going to work into that uh, to that third spot coming off of the of the bench, and uh, she doesn't lack for things to do. <laughs> she's also wrestling and uh, a good hard worker. We are we're certainly familiar with her track exploits and and. Uh, in the field events, uh, uh, just talking about that sophomore. Here's another sophomore again. Another player has to play undersized and height. Well, and, and again, she's done that most of her life in the last few years, and um, especially and um, very strong. If she gets a hold of the basketball, you're not going to get it from her, and that's what one thing I <laughs> I like from her. And she's going to be physical and and play physical, and not be afraid to. Um, as we know, her wrestling not going to be afraid to shy away from contact. So, um, looking at her, looking at uh, you know Lindsay Phoebus, and you know looking at. Uh, uh, just uh, to get a uh, see what girls can really step up and see what uh, how our how, how we play together and our rotation and so it's still a work in progress. Uh, going into the Frontenac tournament is going to be good um, to see and to work with some different uh, people and 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 see. And there, there was times last night Mike had five guards and so mm-hmm. we were really quick at, at a few times uh, whenever we were. Um, I, I can't remember. I think it was one time in the first quarter, possibly in, in the third quarter. So I also like that type of uh, rotation that we had. 
Lindley Ferry has taken that fifth spot in the starting, at least for uh, in the starting lineup for you, uh, replacing uh, Tegan in the in the starting five. So now, the what kind of what kind of changes does she need to make in her game now, as opposed from coming off the bench now to being in that first five? Well, she has the always has had the ability to score. Lindley has, and and it's really I feel like stepped up her game this year, and is is really trying uh, to to do everything we've asked her to do and the the biggest thing now is someone's got to step up that extra rebounding and and that's who we're looking um uh, you know challenging our team uh, would like for her to possibly really go after the rebounds a little harder and and uh, sometimes she gets a little bit out of position uh, uh just playing behind someone then i can get her in trouble but uh um I, she has that ability and she stepped up her game and um, um you know, but it's going to take a team effort to to uh, to work on your rebound and improve that area. Seventy-one to 50, uh, 45, The uh, victory last night for the Lady Tigers. Again, as we mentioned, eleven and one, four and zero in conference play, which means they have just two conference games to play. Those will be put on hold for a little while because Nevada's got back-to-back tournaments coming up now at Frontenac uh, the remainder of this week, and then the Clinton tournament next week. So Nevada won't get back to conference play to finish off that slate until February. So let's move ahead to the. Pardon me, let's move ahead to the uh, Frontenac Tournament, which begins uh, tomorrow night for Nevada. They'll play in the old gym at Frontenac against the Lady Bears of William Christman. Before we talk about William Christmas, talk about the field in, in total. Eight schools involved. Uh, Providence Academy against Christian Heritage. That's in the upper part of the bracket, along with Nevada Way and Christmas. Bottom part of the bracket, Frontenac against Fort Scott and Blue Springs against Neosho tomorrow. Uh, looks like a pretty solid field of teams that you're going to see, uh, possibly see uh, as the, over these next three days. Always seems like since I've been there, um, this is the fourth year I've coached in the Frontenac tournament. Our fifth year, our girls have been in it, but uh, girls' side's usually very loaded, uh, uh, Mike, and, and you're going to get good competition. Uh, Mike, the last uh, three years, every time, uh, I believe we've only won one game the last three years and lost two, uh, but the the games we've lost, uh, the competition was uh, state championship caliber teams from other states and 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 even in missouri uh, good competition helped improve our team going down the stretch into districts the last two years especially and um, that's that's what we're looking for looking for good competition win or lose i want our team to improve and to compete and if we do that uh, you compete uh, it, those little things you've got to do against good teams mike um, first of all you got to compete as hard as you can you got to go full speed you got to set tremendous screens you've got to meet your passes and um, when you're playing good teams and that's something that uh, that, that always happens uh, when we we go to the front act tournament yeah, you mentioned that because it seems like you've you've been able to use this Frontenac tournament, even though the record may not be as good as what you like. You've been able to use this Frontenac tournament as your springboard into that last stretch of the regular season. Well, it really shows uh, what you need to work on uh, at the end of the year, playing especially playing against good teams, and um, and and that's that's something that's that's good for our team, and 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 good that we're playing uh, this type of competition starts tomorrow at seven o'clock again it'll be in the old gym uh, the Nevada boys play at 5 30 also in the old gym at Frontenac tomorrow they'll t- play Wichita Independent uh, Panthers which of course we'll talk about later on with head coach Sean Gray Nevada plays right after that in the girls contest at seven against Lady Bears of William Christman Nevada boys all William Christman at the Joplin tournament so now you're gonna get their girls side and a team that if you look at their record uh, won't really uh, won't you know make you stand up and take notice at four and five but uh, as you've already done, and we've talked about before going on air, you dig a little bit deeper and you find out it's a pretty quality first-round opponent tomorrow. 
Yeah, um, team that played for the championship, I believe, the last two years in a row. Um, they have had an ACL knee injury with with their best post player. Um, won their first three games, and then she got injured, and then uh, have have struggled. But Mike, look at the competition. We we looked at that prior to the show. Look at who they're playing and the records that the teams that have beat them. Um, they're playing some you know big schools. Uh, high quality competition. Uh, they play physical. Uh, they they um, it just seems like they played uh, six and seven people now, uh, but they are a physical team and a team that we're we're going to have to play physical and um, um, uh, you know do a good job of guarding and blocking out those little things. So it it it's again a, a tough first round game, um, but yet uh, competition is what we want. They won their first three games of the season. Uh, got up to a 3-0 start, then lost their next five, but kind of went through murderer's row here, losing to Staley, North Kansas City, uh, Truman, uh, Oak Park, and Blue Springs uh, before getting a win last night. Or I'm sorry, a win back on the 16th at Fort Osage, winning by 40, 62-29. That was their uh, their last contest. And so they've had some time off uh, uh, since playing uh, Fort Osage, so it looks like they'll come in well-rested. Yeah, and that's – that's okay. Um, again, it should be a good game. Uh, we want uh, a good game and good competition, and it, it, we're going to have to do those little things right. And uh, I, I, I've told a lot of people in the last few days uh, it's going to be a competitive uh, game. Should uh, be close. And uh, the uh, we take a look. Uh, I'm assuming you watched William Christman on film, and uh, you talked about uh, a post player is going to be getting back into the fold for them. What about the other parts? Uh, we've always talked about Nevada's guards. Uh, what about that matchup on the other side? They've got an outstanding guard. I mean, Mike, she's she's good. I mean, we've got uh, – she's a three-point shooter. She, she'll she drive to the basket. She's a good passer, a good defender. Uh, they, they've got two really quick guards. Um, they've got a um, – a young lady, number 42, a very stocky girl. She started for them last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so these three girls have started for them last year. So uh, that's played in the championship the last two years. So we've got to do a good job, again, of, of – um, the, the stocky girl, number 42, creates a, a mismatch for us a little bit. So we've got to do some more thinking on – I've got to do some more thinking on how exactly I want to guard them. And uh, – uh, but, again, it's 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 a pretty good matchup, a uh, pretty tough matchup first round. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow in that first-round matchup. The uh, winner or loser will play either Providence Academy or Christian Heritage. Uh, they'll play the 830 game in the other gym, in the new gym, uh, tomorrow night. And, again, those are teams that you don't really have any – you don't really have any, just, you know, really need to, to scout, watch, whatever, until you get into a situation like this. So, if you had any time to spend uh, checking on those two teams, where you wait and check them out tomorrow night in the game after yours. Well, um, we have had trouble getting film on them, but uh, we'll probably check them out tomorrow after and get a good look at them and see how they do. Well, Christian Heritage is certainly a team that's got a lot of has a good heritage. We've seen them at the Frontenac tournament. They've won that tournament. They have uh, some event. They've had Division One caliber athletes uh, on those teams the last couple of years. Yeah, and it uh, seems like they just kind of keep. Getting them in their system, so uh, out of uh, Oklahoma City. I guess I can't say recruiting, but uh, yeah, well, yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, they do. Coach does a good job of getting those athletes in there, and again, that that the, the, both of those teams have been really good, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
that's in our bracket. Uh, so we'll face one of them, and they, they do a good job, and they play hard. And, uh, again, a good competition is what we're, what we're going to see. Christian Heritage out of Edmond, Oklahoma, if I remember right, and Providence Academy out of Rogers, Arkansas. They'll play at 8.30 in the, in the gym. If you want to check that out a little bit tomorrow night. The other girls' uh, games tomorrow at Frontenac at uh, 5.30. Frontenac takes on the Fort Scott Lady Tigers and Blue Springs against Neosho. They play at 4, actually. And the old gym, that Blue Springs Neosho game will be right before the Nevada Boys game. So you want to get there a little bit early and check that out tomorrow as well. So it's a it, it's a quick three days. and uh, But uh, when you come out of the end of this thing, you know you've played good basketball teams and, and you've been tested. And, and as you said, you, it's, it's all about getting better for this last stretch run. And, uh, and so far you've been able to meet that goal. I'm sure you look forward to doing that again. Really do. I mean, playing – We'll play this week four games in five days, then we turn around after Saturday and turn around and play Monday in the Clinton tournament. So a lot of uh, a lot of games, and uh, hopefully we can stay fresh. Yeah, one of the unique things about this tournament also is they have the three point competition on Saturday. You got some capable three point shooters. They, are they jockeying for position on that yet? Well, you know, last year got canceled because of some That's kind of right. ice that morning. Yeah, the weather, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Paige Dahmer won it two, year, yeah. two years ago. So yeah, we'll have some girls in. Well, then she's got she got canceled last year, so she's got to defend her title. Right? Yes, yeah, she has to defend it. So we'll have some <laughs> girls uh, competing for that for sure. All right, we we'll look forward to that coming up uh, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday at the Friday Night Invitational. Nevada also in tournament play next week as well. They'll head to Clinton, uh, the tournament again that they've played in for several years at uh, the uh, Clinton tournament uh, and have had great success at Clinton at the time we're recording the program on a Wednesday afternoon kind of unusual we don't have the bracket yet it's really coming out late uh, and uh, we're anticipating it sometime today just at the time we're recording the program we do not have the bracket as of yet for the Clinton tournament certainly anticipating Nevada being the one seed uh, for the tournament based on their record uh, but let's since we don't have the makeup or the tournament bracket yet let's just talk about the makeup of the field obviously you're familiar with the schools that are going to be there so we'll talk about uh, the Clinton tournament next week and how you feel about it well I think um, the top top teams. Uh, Adrian is uh, twelve and one going into the tournament. Um, um, you've got Clinton, who we only beat by three points. Uh, I think they'll probably be a three seed. I'm just kind of guessing here. Four and five, uh, probably Warrensburg and Odessa. Um, six, you know, there's Bishop uh, Hogan Prep left. Um, there's Lakeland. There's Harrisonville. So. Uh, that rounds up uh, another solid, uh, solid uh, tournament. Uh, very competitive, especially the top teams. And uh, um, I don't know. Uh, I know Harrisonville uh, only have two victories, uh, but yet they're getting their their player that um, you know. I wondered where she had been. I saw her this summer. She was a freshman, and she was you know handling the ball for them. And really a good player. But uh, I guess she's been injured. She's back now playing. So um, they could get an eight seed. We possibly be playing Harrisonville but again we won't know probably until later on this afternoon well it's just do an assumption game if that happens you saw them earlier this season and uh they'll go 10 11 players deep it is helter skelter at the scores table if you happen to see them on Monday yeah and uh, Mike we we like playing that way and um we always like playing Harrisonville if that's the case, and we'll be ready to go. All right, so we'll see what happens. Once we get the bracket, we'll certainly get the information out to you and uh, let you know what Nevada will be doing on uh, the, the first of the week at the Clinton tournament, uh, but we're just kind of waiting on that to come from Clinton High School. But we got three games to play before that anyway, so we'll look forward to that and uh, head down to the Frontenac tournament tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, we'll be in the old gymnasium again tomorrow for both the boys and girls, so back-to-back games. And uh, playing in the old gym is, uh, is interesting in Frontenac, 
It's kind of, it's, it's, it, well, it's definitely a throwback. And uh, you can't really get two, <laughs> two gyms in one building that are more vastly different than down there. It, the atmospheres are just completely different. Yeah, they are. It's it definitely throwback, and it's loud in there. And uh, hopefully we'll have a nice crowd. We usually have a nice crowd come watch our boys and girls play down there. So uh, it's always a fun tournament. I keep thinking that they need to, if they really want to get that gym retro like it is, they need to get the old dial clocks back up there you know where it looks oh like. yeah yeah like it used to yeah, yeah. That's, that's gonna be fun we look forward to seeing you there and uh best of luck and uh we'll see you front end. look forward to talking to you next week thanks a lot mike hey lady tiger Red basketball coach brent bartley will come back and talk boys basketball hey coach sean gray out of this time out on tiger talk